This time on TNT. We remember the time we stayed with Air B and Steve. We play a Twitter game called Elon Math. And more tour bus tales. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hola. There he is. How you doing, bud? Good. How are you? Pretty good, enjoying this uh, crispy fall weather. It is crispy fall. We had a thick frost this morning. I always love a good frost. Yeah, another uh, 10 bags of leaves. Um, Those big paper Canadian tire maps? Yeah. What do those set you back? If you get them at at Costco, they're like, you get like 25 for 14 bucks or something like that. That's not bad. Yeah. Because if you go to like Canadian Tire or whatever, they have the snap packs and they're like 15 bucks for a set, you know, whatever, not that many. You just got to look around, see if they're on sale. Everybody makes them. We should play Canadian Tire Flyer lower or higher soon. Yeah. That's a yes, classic. Maybe, maybe in the in the, the next step. Love it. Um, Jeremy, let me ask you a technical question. First of all, the episode yeah. that came out last was the first one I recorded just with a voice memo on my mm-hmm. iPad, and it sounded pretty good. Yeah. If I, and, if I turn the sorry. volume on my iPad down as it's recording, does that affect the volume of the voice that gets recorded? I don't know. I don't know either. I have no idea. I have no idea. But I do see that. I just noticed that the graph uh, isn't tripping out. It's not too uh, hot. She's not coming too hot. Do you know? Coming in hot. One of the neat things about parenting, as you know, because you're a couple of years further along than I am, um, Indigo is the resident IT expert in our house. Yeah. So my my iMac was like, uh, just started, the screen would go black while you're watching a show or I'd be typing something and suddenly it would go black. Like, obviously it was time to get a new computer. And so not only did she do the research and talk me through what my options were, um, but she helped me settle on the one that I needed and then did the transfer over, like opened the new computer and got it all fired up and as she put it, sucked the information from the old one and put it on the new one. Um, nice. That's paying big dividends when your kids start no to do stuff. Yeah, my, all my kids are are pretty inclined with the technology as well, and generally they're the ones that do the troubleshooting in the household nowadays. Yeah, it's great. Sure, like from even for like setting TVs up and stuff. It's great or casting. Think, yeah, like if I learn, I think if at this point in my life. Like if I put something together or pl- learn how to put a TV on a hanger or whatever, like five years goes by, I don't remember how it went up there and I don't know how to do it again. <laughs> like that's they just do. A, they do. They figure out that stuff. But for me, like I, I, if I do something once and don't do it again for years, it's really hard. It's like I have to relearn it again. Yeah. It's like so, um, this is a great problem to have, but when you're uh, lucky enough to have a boat, you only put it in once a year and you take it out once a year. So all the little like, oh, right, you're supposed to do that first. Like I live in low-key fear that the plug that goes in the back of the boat to keep the water out that you use to drain it in the fall, one of these years I'm going to put it in the water and forget to put the plug in first and she's going to sit on the bottom of the lake. But Yeah, you don't want that to happen. 
But doesn't no that happen like right away? You see the water chugging in. I guess you well. It's sort of where the um, where the engine is, which is below the seat. Yeah. So you have to open the thing and look down at the deal. So I think uh, probably within an hour you'd feel that something was horribly awry. Um, Absolutely. I'm pumped on this uh, crispy fall, chunky frost day because tonight I am going to see my sister Marge asked me what I would like for my birthday. And I I don't want for much. Pretty simple guy. Pretty happy with what I have. Um, But fortunate ones and the once and old man Ludica are going on tour. The Anchors Up tour. First tour for all of them in a long time, but all of them together the first time. Going to see them at the uh, Dal Art Center tonight. And I'm psyched. That's awesome. Cozy Say hello music to... on a cozy fall night. I sure will. Yeah, the buds. That's a bunch of buds right there. It is a bunch of buds. And the idea of them, uh, they're doing a, uh, it on a bus this time. Yeah. So you can imagine the laughs. Oh, man. Um, that would happen on times. that bus with such nice, funny, good folks and great musicians. So I'm pumped. I don't, uh, I don't get out much, but I'm really looking forward to it. Probably some hella jams going on, too, in the bus. I wondered that. Um, For sure. I've been watching uh, The Voice, as Imagine you know, we always do. In the drive, the driver driving, just like listening to the tunes. Yeah. Everybody's just crushing stuff. Be great. What a good time. Like squeeze boxes and tin whistles and, <laughs> and violins. And fiddles. Um, they're heavy players, man. All of them. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's just like rhythm sandwich all all night. Yeah. Unless you're going to bed, right? But it would be trying hard to. to some, trying to get some shut eye. Or, it would be hard to because like, you would want to miss something. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's bring out that, you know, that big drum. Shuga dooga 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 them with the, the hammer thing. And the, yeah. You know, the one that you're trying to Yeah, you're trying to sleep. Like if you know how to play that thing, it's so loud. It's so great, too. Um, I'm just sitting in your bunk re- reading the newspaper. <laughs> I remember American Hi-Fi, my friend Stacy Jones and his band, Brian Nolan, the drummer. It would be like he apparently had a real rough time sleeping when he was on the road. So his bunk light would always be on. And Stacy <laughs> said he would like, he would like look, get up in the middle of the night and look and just literally see his head through the top sitting in a paper all set Aww. up. Reading the newspaper at like, again. At like, like 5.30 in the morning. Aww. The road's just humming down the road. <laughs> that is Nolan just up. That compounds too, man. Like for, oh, yeah. for a couple of nights is one thing, but for several weeks, that's no fun. He's, you wake up, you hear a little rattling. He's doing a Rubik's Cube at 4.30. <laughs> It can't be for everybody. Like you got used to it over time, but man, if if you were a light sleeper, had trouble sleeping, that would suck. It's just so classic for sure. I always think of just, those people that like, oh no, I need a fan and I need yeah, ocean noise. sounds. Yeah. 
And then the well, first time you don't have either, you're pooched. Yeah, some people, the rumble of the bus keeps them awake. For me, I, I, I fall asleep when it starts to happen. It makes me tired. The rumble of the road. That's why it's, I'm not crazy about driving if I'm tired. Just because I'm, it makes oh, wow. it kind of knocks me out. Interesting. So for sure. I'm, uh, and planes too, the takeoff, it's like a sleeping pill. Well, I just, my thing is if I fall asleep before takeoff, then I'll wake up on takeoff and can't get back to sleep. So even when I'm exhausted, my chin's bouncing off my chest, I have to make it to takeoff and then I yeah. can slip away. You know what does it? It's the ease of the takeoff when you're, when it's pulling away and then you're, you're knocked in your back of your seat. So you don't have to worry about trying to lean anywhere to, to you know what I mean? Your neck. Have you ever leaned on the mat <laughs> beside you in a plane? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Maybe I must've at some point, but I'm normally like the guy with the head straight back sleeping <laughs> as opposed well, to leaned one way or the other. What's your move for um, seat reclination? Are like, you are you pro seat reclining? Oh yeah, if you're like uh, after you, when you're allowed to, I'm okay with, if you're sleeping. But if you're awake, obviously, what's the point? You um, kind of have to be sawing logs to have that going. I kind of feel like on a flight shorter than two and a half hours, there's no need to recline under any circumstances. Yeah, unless you're passed out or something. Yeah. Like but, you don't need the big ease back sitting there, but yeah. yeah, there's the there's those masks that do that right away, and they're like they would like to watch a movie all like they're on an easy chair. Yeah, and you're trying and to eat a tiny salad, so they're light, lean back, but they're all moving around all the time, so the thing's bumping back always. Yeah, the worst because they're just fucking around, getting snacks, or just like talking and laughing. You know, like it moves if they laugh. Those guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's too real. I don't like to think about it. Watching Just for Laughs gags. It's going to be happening. <laughs> well, no. my can of Pringles is up against my neck because you're fully reclined on our two-hour flight. Yeah, see, it makes you mad because yeah. you're dealing with it on a weekly basis. Well, I think one of the things that I expect and appreciate in people is awareness. And I think yeah. some people aren't aware when they sit down in their chair and oh. gork it back as no, I far hate. as it'll go. That's that's the person I think I dislike the most is yeah. the no self-aware acting like there's nobody around them doing shoes stuff off. that like shoes off, uh, excessive movement and like talking <laughs> loudness, yes, boisterous loudness on a plane. Also not great. Especially loudness when you're alone is the worst. Like if they're like doing work or like taking notes, talking under those one of those things. Yeah. That makes me want to hurl. Like it's, it's a little business cubicle talking. and I also like people that board a plane having a phone conversation or on FaceTime. Who, like, yeah. who are you talking to? <laughs> I think a lot of people no. use FaceTime when they're bored, and you can tell when you're on the receiving end of someone who's like, "Yeah, I'm oh, just gonna man. just calling you. What for? Because you're stuck in traffic. I can hear it in your voice. I'm your phone home drive home friend." <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, that makes that's yeah, that's not a good move doing the the call and 
just hanging out, ch- chatting, and yeah, nothing to talk to? about. Nothing, man. What are you up to? I was just on a plane, you know. It's the same people that leave voicemails that say, hey, man, uh, anyway, just uh, it's a Sunday, I'm uh, driving, and uh, like those messages. Anyway, give me a shout, man. Nothing, nothing particular, <laughs> just give me a call, I'll see what's going on. Anyway, later. So what are they having on the flight? What's for dinner? Um, that's what you're supposed to ask talking to someone. Yeah, like what else do you ask when yeah. they're you can? They clearly nothing to say. Nothing well, to say. Is it like a long flight? <laughs> um, do you have it on the menu where you can see stuff? Where are you? What are you flying over now? Do you oh, know? Yeah, what? I'm flying flying over Knoxville right now. Wow. Cool, cool. And they're cool. coming up to Chess- Chesapeake Bay soon. Wow, that's so geographically accurate. <laughs> the Air Canada maps aren't messing around now. I know. Uh, you I can love pinch that. your way into someone's backyard. <laughs> I know it is awesome. Like you learn more in that whatever two hours. Especially if you're going somewhere different, like Bermuda for me, when I flew there, I was like, man, this is way out there. We're in the middle of nowhere. I didn't yeah. know, I didn't realize how north it was, you know? That was uh, for the golf tournament. Yeah. But, uh, though, yeah, that's when you really p- pinch the maps hard. <laughs> flying and flying over. It can't yeah, there's a lot of action. now. I played that map the whole time. Solitaire? Yeah, like digital solitaire. Nice. I'm trying not so to yeah, shake they, the seat in front of me, but they a lot got of the games. They got all the games now. They got the games. Um, there's a guy who uh, left us this week. He was a stand-up comic named Tim Steves. Do you know that name? Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, I didn't know much about him, but there's a lot of comics and people uh, speaking highly, and obviously it was sudden, right? Yeah, fairly sudden. He'd been. Um, uh, going through cancer the last uh, year, maybe two. I should say not. He's a young guy. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really young guy. And uh, just journeyman uh, stand-up comic and uh, wrote for the Rick Mercer Report in 22 Minutes and just kind of always in the mix. But um, as funny as he was, he was a super nice guy. And uh, Jeff Dion, whose uh, friend who used to uh, produce 22 Minutes, shared a really funny stand-up clip of Tim yesterday in which he was talking about how soft we've gotten and how if there was a draft now, half the kids couldn't go because they have peanut allergies and all France would have to do is put a row of crunchy around the whole country uh, and they would have won the war. Like, they could have used peanut butter balls to fire at people <laughs> doing the war, Crunch. which is just <laughs> such a funny premise. So yeah. I... I I kind of went back through uh, our messages, which were infrequent. And I realized that, um, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time together. He was someone I was fond of and always happy to see, but our paths didn't cross that much. But every time something significant happened in my life or career, he would just send a message saying, hey, man, good for you. So happy for you. Saw that awesome way to go. Keep it up. Like those... um, bright lights and forces of positivity. Yeah, those are the best. They're the best. And I, I I, would have said we hadn't interacted much, but you realize like over 10 years of, of DMs, there's 
quite a little mutual admiration society. And yeah. I, I was quite moved to see that I'm, I'm someone way down the list of people he knows. I, he probably wouldn't have counted me a friend. But um, I, was, I was very moved to see how often he took the time to say, I see what you're up to and keep it going. And uh, I think you're awesome. That's wicked. Yeah, those, um, those folks are, uh, there's not enough of those people out there. They're no, out there, though. They are. They're and especially in something like comedy, where, as you know, a lot yeah. of stand-ups are very uh, critical of each other or jealous of each other or complicated personalities. He was very mm-hmm. rare in that he was um, happy and positive and uh, fun, yeah. So if you if you get a second, buds, uh, I guess what I'm saying is uh, YouTube some Tim Steves comedy S T E E V E S and uh, uh, leaves behind a wife and a kid and a bunch of people that adored him. So yeah, yeah, savor every day, buds. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's, yeah, that's the thing. Just uh, keeping in touch is a is a it's a priceless thing. Well, and it's something I don't. Do do you keep up with people? Yeah, you do. I try to. Me. I try to because I feel like I'm kind of a hermit anyway. So Same. I have to uh, make the effort to keep in touch with people because I they're all so close and you know the first second you see them you're so right there exactly whatever the amount of time was since you'd last seen them. So um, yeah, I try to keep keep in touch. Definitely, but I, I, you know, sometimes you sometimes you don't. Uh, sometimes you forget for months, or you you know you just. But you have to make maintain it. I think it's when uh, when whenever those moments pop up in your head of those people of memories, that's usually when I contact them. If I laugh about something that just yeah. out of the blue, I'll just mention that to that person, and that's probably the easiest way because they they were there too and they always have a big laugh like i was i was i always do that with friends that i haven't seen in a long time like alex or you know i was talking about stacy earlier the just you, you know you have so many fun memories together uh it's when you laugh about those those moments it's uh, important to share them um you are really good at the member this and and the deep <laughs> cuts and and digging deep like we have some photos that go back 5 or 6 years and out of nowhere I don't even know how you access them or find them but you'll oh, send yeah. me a picture that is instantly <laughs> yes. like oh my gosh yeah. I can't believe it yeah for sure that's the best like I'm waiting it's almost time to see the guy that the guy in the in the that Airbnb lobby in the suit or whatever that was like a, <laughs> a clown or whatever yeah. on the side. Yeah, so weird. Like, they'll be we'll meet this crazy person and then like mm-hmm. six months later we'll share the photo again. Like, yeah, remember that map? <laughs> We've met some masks. <laughs> we have met some masks. For sure, man. And we've been lucky with this pod. Like, it's allowed us to uh, travel and meet so many buds and go to both ends of the country, which is pretty bananas when you think about it. Yeah, for sure. 
Like you just, but you sometimes you meet characters that that are just they surpass what you see on television. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's just so much there where you're like, wow, that was incredible. Like I central remember, casting. Like, remember Airbnb, Steve? Yes, yes, I do. Um, it was literally we get we go into an Airbnb and there's a guy that lives there with his cats. Yeah. And first thing out of his mouth was, uh, I said, nice house. And he's like, yeah, I got a screaming deal on it because it's in a really violent part of town. (laughs) Which is a strange opening volley. And then we're thinking like he's just going to let us in and split. But he's like, I'm going to my room. (laughs) And remember when... When we got back, there was a a half-finished beer on the coffee table in your room. (coughs) Yeah, right beside Right beside. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I get back to my room, but I thought I left my stuff in and closed the door. There's a cat in the bed with the, (laughs) the, 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 the cover was pulled over from the corner, like, you know, when you get in a bed and sit in it. Someone had been sleeping and, in your bed, and a, and a king can with a quarter left of it, like yeah. on the right on the table. A king can so with like, backwash. So, like, probably like ass sweat in the in the bed, right? Oh, jeez. Well, what are you doing sitting there in the bed, hanging out for hours with the cat? They, they shouldn't be back till eleven. <laughs> I shoo the cat out the, out of the room. But it was like pissed off when I did it. Like, fuck you, this is my room. And within like 10 minutes, it's like at the door, I hear like, bump, bump. And then the door opens and it comes in and hops up on the bed. <laughs> and I'm like, no way, man, that's not how it's going on. And I shoot it out again. And it was even more mad, like hissing and stuff. <laughs> so I put a bag. I put a bag behind the door so it couldn't get in, but it was trying to get in, like literally bumping into the door all night. Wasn't there like a bag of... No, wait, sorry. I woke up in the morning and the cat was in the bed with me. Right. It got in. Wasn't there a bag of like football gear or like pickup hockey stuff? seem to remember like a gym bag, which is so intensely personal on the floor in your room. Yeah. Like that's where I keep my stuff for the gym. In the place where you're crashing. (laughs) Totally. Airbnb Steve. Airbnb Steve. First thing uh, you should look for in an Airbnb is entire place. Check Check that box. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But what do you write in there? Oh, and there's a guy on the second floor with yeah. you. Or at least call it what it is, like cat apartment. <laughs> oh, okay, I'd like to stay in a cat apartment. <clears throat> like, why didn't he take the cat into his room and then shut the door? <laughs> remember, um, remember Joe Vive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The realtor in Hamilton? Hey, yeah. Joe Fine. You want to buy this fucking house? Low? Bring cash. If you don't, F you. Quit wasting my time. Joe Vine. I'll sell your house, I'll buy it. I'll buy it myself if I don't sell it. I don't, don't like the it. price. 
You don't like the price, get fucked. <laughs> That's what it says on his sign. Yeah, because he literally like low balls it so hard that obviously anyone would buy it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Joe Vine cre- uh, invented the bully offer. It's yeah, listed for two ninety nine five, and he's exactly. like, "I'll give you thirty one thousand dollars tonight." Yeah, yeah and totally. But it's to like have it. it's the, a complete opposite of what a bully offer is. It's yeah, literally a bully offer. Wait for a sec. Let me tell you something. Fifty fifty six thousand dollars cash. Got it. <laughs> Got him against the wall. I have my guy look at it. Fifty six is the highest I could go. Honestly, he said fifty, so fifty six is doing you a favor. He's got super bad breath on purpose because when he gets all up in your face, you're like, smells like a like a garbage dump. What is that, salmon? Yeah, whatever it is. He's like, listen, you're going to get me this house right now. <laughs> all close Spit to his nose. particles landing on your lip. Gross. We got an email from a bot who knows Joe Vine, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's a real sells- realtor in Hamilton. And by the sells- way... Sells houses like it's not going, it ain't going anywhere. He's an excellent realtor. And the off chance that Joe Vine is listening, we are big fans, sir. Yeah, we're, we're pretending. We're n- Obviously, he doesn't swear or say stuff like that. Because the obviously. last thing we need is Joe Vine getting on our, on our stuff. Um, Jeremy. All respect to the Joe Vine. Obviously. The real Joe Vine. This um this Nancy Pelosi husband attacker thing. <clears throat> yeah. Terrifying. No like, kidding. Like the lines between okay, it's quite polarized and um you know, it's going to get messy. Uh just got super blurred because that is it's not it's not funny. It's not cute. It's not. It's isn't really he, terrifying. Isn't he having brain surgery or something? Oh my gosh. Like it's something terrible. And he was obviously looking for her. And I, I read that he had tied him up. And when the police got there and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm waiting for Nancy. Yikes. Super scary because... Uh, we need people who are willing to serve and uh, give of their time and energy um, to jobs like that. But man, why would you want to do that job? A hard enough job at the best of times. But now if there's physical peril, that's so Well, I mean, scary. at this point, this is, the, this is all brought on by disinformation. And, and it's h- hilarious that the people that are spreading this disinformation call real news fake news, and anything that's not news is the real stuff. Yeah, And they spread it around, and Mark Zuckerberg is guilty for allowing that shit to continue online, like stories that aren't true, uh, making all of everybody's idiot uncle and crazy grandma's to just making them go off and that's bred this and it's basically what Putin did with propaganda and what happened in communist countries. It's literally the same thing. Just flood everybody, just inoculate the whole population with, with questioning and not knowing what is really going on. And this is the product, the people that are, you know, and now you're seeing stuff like that where they actually think that whatever they're, 
cutting babies' throats or whatever the hell they're talking, you know, the stuff that they're talking about that's happening with this elite culture of Democrats. Like, it's insanity. It just feels like it's so noisy at the moment. The Kanye stuff is so uh, incredibly bizarre. Uh, Obviously, no one has his ear, but Adidas had a real opportunity to uh, get out ahead of the issue and say, we don't play that. But instead, they waited till public pressure happened to succumb to that, which is kind of weak. Yeah. But he, he's someone who is obviously in real crisis. Well, he's a media, he uses it like a toy. So he thinks, even in his mind, if he goes this far, where he kind of loses everything and then becomes poor for a while, he thinks that's probably a PR move that's like a beneficial to him to make him look like a true victim. But he obviously you know, doesn't he, have anyone around him to say... No, it's just these are crazy ideas where, to him, this is art, I guess. You know, just saying all this bullshit and then uh, having the world turn on you and losing everything, in his mind, is a statement that's worthy of making. And it's ridiculous. But, I mean, look at the clothes that the guy makes and sells for thousands of dollars. It's li- literally like if you looked at a homeless person on the street and copied what they're wearing. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. But I feel like... I'm, I, I'm not a fashion person. So, I mean, there's been like massive fashion lines in the past where people are literally wearing potato sacks. And like we've heard that conversation before that somehow it's it becomes acceptable as art no different than some perfect Versace suit or dress, you know? I feel I like know. um, it, in the same way that when Britney started swinging umbrellas around, like it's not funny. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's really it's, sad to watch someone. It's, it's the same thing when like he's looking at it no different than when Madonna put out that erotica video or, you know, just, or the, uh, the, the, the fire, fired cross in her video like like a prayer and all that's like just the the obvious shock value he's it's the same idea like you know britney shaving her head or whatever he's thinking that this is a play on the media in a way but why why the anti-semitism that's that's obviously part of it like it's a ridiculous insane choice to make to or maybe you know obviously he's racist you know, to, to say things like that. Um, bigoted views. He's probably seen what the right-wing Republicans have been doing the last few years, where it's basically racist rhetoric, and uh, everything is like, read between the lines, obvious racism. So he figures he can use those same cards and be ridiculous and actually say it boldly instead of uh, skirting around it. Hmm. I don't know. It's pretty. Uh, it's it's so pretty sad. gross. It's gross because it's just. It's uh, everything is elevated so poorly that this is in conjunction with that. Like it makes sense that uh, look at climate change, look at 
all the things that are facing us that are ridiculous, like actually end of times stuff consistently on all fronts. So why shouldn't the language uh, be the same as that? You know, just absolutely the the most shocking, ridiculous stuff that you can say. That's starting to become... Um, not accepted to me, but accepted enough to be popular and everybody trending and talking about it, you know? Elon Musk buying Twitter? Yeah, that makes sense too. That's right up there. Like when in history would somebody that's rich just all of a sudden want to be such a important person like it's all it's literally like buying friends in a way like if you're a band that never gets on pitchfork so you buy pitchfork <laughs> yeah. you know it, it's uh and the, the way he was backing out of that deal like weeks ago it seemed like he was like okay this is a stupid idea his stocks are all falling with people questioning his judgment and now we're at this level where um you know, Twitter wasn't banging in terms of, say, I think they're over, they're making a billion or whatever, but they actually lost a billion last year or the year before last year. They weren't profitable in the last two years, although last year they made up a lot of the the losses from the year previous, but they were still weren't rocking like they were in, say, 2019 or 2018 in terms of the advertising money coming in. So it's not it's kind of fledgling in terms of the revenue coming in for advertising and he's in here changing he said he's going to change the landscape of how advertising is going to happen on it. I mean it's very risky to to think that it's going to all of a sudden become more popular. Okay, so <laughs> someone know? someone told me that uh, Starlink is a an incredible internet service, especially for us rural folk. And he owns it. It's his. Mm-hmm. It's what he gave to Ukraine. And he he has some big, crazy ideas. Sure, absolutely. Do you, do you is he a bad person? Well, I think at the end of the day, he, he's making these decisions for his own ego, as opposed to what he thinks is the betterment of mankind. Why would he, if he's cares mostly about technology and all, all of these things and making it easier, then why why is he taking on a media platform and spending all his time literally like, oh, you know, a, a guy in a kitchen or a waiter, like picking and talking randomly about issues that people have with Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his yeah. tweets, his replies are like, we'll get on that. No problem. Like, that's that's insanity. That to me, shouldn't there, you know, and then firing all these executives and like, no, I'll do this. This is the way I see it. You can't have all of these viewpoints and perspectives that all these other minds that he's getting rid of. In, in, you know what I mean? Like, it, and to think it's a flawed and may and 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 we're having problems. How could you think that when it's those are the people that had it successful in terms of the revenue coming in? So, I don't know. And everyone's like, well, the person that took Donald Trump off Twitter got fired. So that's just revving up the right, in a sense, you know? So, I mean, from what I've heard, hate speech and all that stuff is on the rise again because it's like seen as 
uh, open-minded and taking both points when it's like, but if it's, if it's completely wrong and, and formed with violence and lies, how can you call that uh, an opinion that's worthy of hearing? I don't get that, you know? Scary. So, we'll see. Just as scary as everything else, right, Jono? It's scary, bud. Scary. It's nice and warm here. Take a break. You came up with a yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the fun of the game is deciding which of our awesome names we should go by. Yeah. You well, explain I the think... game first, and then we'll share what the names for the game are. Yeah. What The game is what we give each other a person's name and their job title. And then the other person has to guess their Twitter handle. And this is all in the conjunction with the Elon Musk uh, being the new head of Twitter. And you came up with the Elon Musk tweet, yeah. which I thought was funny. So that's what uh, where the game came from. But it's 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 it, it's Elon Musk hard to handle, right? That's a, hard to handle a with one or handle me with care. But I think <laughs> handle, yeah. Elon Musk or too hot yeah, to yeah. handle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Whatever. We'll, the, the, the game, we got the game. We'll we figure game. out a name. I think just Elon Mask is good enough. Elon Mask is a great name for a game. Jeremy, yeah. the, does the fact that yeah. he owns Twitter now, uh, like, sh- are you getting off Twitter? No. It do- gonna... doesn't make a difference? No. Do you I mean, find social media tiresome? Yes. Like, are you are you kind of kind of done with it? Um, well, I don't do it as much as I used to. Same. So, um, it doesn't really take up as much as my time. So I I think I've probably limited it to how much I care about it, you know, which is literally like five or 10 minutes here and there. Yeah. As opposed to like trying to find out what's happening in the world through social media. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. So, um, I have, I'm okay with it because I, I, uh. It's it's not uh, bugging me because uh, I know like it, the reason why I don't do it as much is because I get angry from what I see after five ten minutes anyway. Yes, you know there's a f- a few perspectives and um, people that I like that I follow that doesn't really have anything to do with the news. So um, it's generally like you look for a bit and then you start to catch wave of what's happening elsewhere. And then you just start going, oh, this is fucking bullshit. And then you just turn, I turn it off as opposed to, you know, trying to get more perspective into it or even making a comment about it, you know? Um, I, I have a complicated relationship with it, um, but I'm trying to use it more sparingly and for the purposes of good. But at the same time, if we have a show or something, it's the easiest way to get the information yeah. out. Absolutely. So I think that's what it is. It's always that. Whatever needs to be addressed, you put out there. But in terms of uh, you know, getting involved in discussions, like, fuck, I don't know. I don't think that's really worth doing anymore. It's not the place. You know, like replying ten times to someone to try and pr- explain what you mean. That stuff is just kind of played out for me. <laughs> you know, like you say one thing and someone says, oh, I, well, I clearly they don't understand what you meant or they're just an asshole. And 
why not? Let's just say something bad. Yeah. But generally, nowadays, it's just like, fucking forget it. No thanks. I know you can <laughs> like step on a landline you didn't even point. know existed. Yeah. But, it, yeah, exactly. That's it. For my birthday, did I tell you what I got for my birthday? What'd you get for your birthday? I asked for this, kind of as a joke. <laughs> um, nose hair trimmers. Oh, okay. And it's electric, and you press the button on the bottom, and it goes... Yeah, I got one. Lisa picked me up one of those. Yeah, she gave me one of those. I don't know if it was uh, like a stocking stuffer from Christmas, maybe a couple years right. ago or something. I was, but yeah, I, I tried it out. It's It works. I, I thought I was going to like... As, as a joke, my nose or something. Now that I have it, I'm I'm really psyched to have it. So I was reading the uh, like instructions and directions and cautions, and one that caught my eye was um, it saying, uh, "Do not use for more than two and a half hours straight." What? <laughs> Who would do that? Well, what is that even? If you assume the caution was born out of someone learning the hard way that you shouldn't do that. Like I have maybe so many like, questions. Maybe it's like one of those old guys you saw as a kid where it's literally like Bush their nose. nose looks like a jungle. Bush yeah. X nose. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I like haven't it. used it for more than two and a half hours in a row. And so far so good. But the, the other thing that's kind of curious is it's a, a nose hair trimmer that doubles as an eyebrow trimmer that triples as an ear hair trimmer. Well, what's the difference between the nose hair and the ear hair setting? Well, I'm going to tell you, I, think, I don't want to ram something in my ear that's been in my nose for two and a half hours. Well, that's not the case. But and you're if, not going in your ear. Usually it's just right on the outer edge. There's like a couple of... I like to pull them maps. Yeah, when you're driving? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I like to pull them maps. I like to pull them maps to make my eyes water. Oh, those are like, no, the nose hairs is, I would pull those ones. And like my cousin, my cousin Elliot and I would do it as a joke when we were kids. You could like you'd psych, you psych yourself up like you, you bastard. And you pull it out when you say it. And then, ah, and it would always be like, fucker. <laughs> It is. Uh, it and makes you so mad. All eyes all watering. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's play this game. Want to? Yeah. Yeah. You start. Give me a guy. Um, okay, so the idea is to recap <laughs> once again. Yeah. The idea is we give each other like a, a person on a job, and then the other person has to come up with what their handle is on Twitter. That's how it started, because yeah. I... I was like, are you are you done with Twitter now that Elon Musk is the guy? And you yeah. said no. Okay. Yeah. So what if your guy... Okay. <laughs> what, what if what? Um, I'm just thinking of a guy. For some reason, the guy that popped into my head was like, uh, you know, um, kind of 50-something. Oh. Uh, ponytail, like Hawaiian shirt, open, like psychiatrist guy. So named, named, um, uh, uh, not Juan, named like um, uh, Corbin. Corbin, okay. Yeah. Uh, I would say, what's his Twitter handle? Yeah. It's 
Shrink 182. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, so, boy. It's eerily perfect because he, he loves yeah, music. Right. It's age appropriate. He's a psychiatrist, but he wants people to know that he still likes to party. Shrink 182. Also a good name for a cover band of psychiatrists who play oh, yeah, Blink-182 music. Yeah. Like my friend sure. used to work at, uh, I think I've told you this before, he used to work at Sobeys. Uh, there was a uh, manager named Cal. He went on a weight loss journey and everyone called him Low Cal. That's what Shrink oh 182 God. is. It's perfect. Okay, give That's me one. That's great. That's like the guy who used to be all buffet, now he's all buff. Wow. Is that, <laughs> did you make up that line? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Okay, I said that to my, I said that to my my sister Jenny's boyfriend, I think way back in the day, and it was the other way around. It's like, hey, you used to be all buff, and now you're all buffet. Aww. But then he got all, then he got all buff again. So you switch it back. Did he? It happens. It happens. <laughs> okay, that's Eric. Good old Eric. Good old Eric. Yeah. Okay. So uh, your guy or girl. Let's say it's, uh, her name is Tracy, and she works at, uh, she manages, uh, Harvey's. Mm. That's so hard. Is it? Kind of. Uh, oh, 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 got it. You got it. You um, got it. You know. At Tracy Frings. <laughs> yeah, you know, Remember Harvey's good. used to have Frings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get fries and onions in one order? Absolutely. I, I think you can still get it. Um, It's actually worth going to the Google. November 1st, the festive special is back. At, and what's the treat? At Chickadee China. Oh, let's the, find out. What does it come with? Lindor balls still? Let's find out. Okay. It's not like it used to be. It's not like it used to be. Festive special is back. Enjoy. Oh, that's 2021. Yeah, no. It's not back, is it? I don't is know. Is it back or is it not back? Well, what November 1st happened? it's back, but maybe they haven't said what it, what, uh, it comes oh, with. Oh, that's right. I'm guessing Lindor okay. balls. Otherwise, if they were making a change... By the way, chocolate bar companies, like chocolate in general, is uh, really trying to capture our imagination because Kit Kat isn't good enough anymore. Now it's popcorn Kit Kat and strawberry Kit Kat and cookies and yeah, cream no. Kit Kat. It's not for me. No, I don't like that stuff. The market's too fractured. Well, I think it's more like, you know, like the merch table has gone from like five items to 50 items. That's what we're seeing here. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like it's just going over the line where it's like, yeah, you know, you got underwear now and you got uh, not just keychains, but like uh, coffee mugs and, and uh, phrase, frisbees. You know what I mean? Anything right. under the under ten dollar items, right? Like we looked for for uh, yeah, to take on this tour. Yeah, you got to have some uh, some good uh, under ten buck stuff. But like, yeah, that's what you're seeing here. 
is just uh, every company is trying to cater to every demographic, right? Um, okay. It's a guy named Andy, and he uh, is a cook at Swiss Chalet. What's his handle? Uh, okay, I got it. Sick of chicken, 28. Oh. <laughs> and is it S-I-C-K-A? Sick of chicken? Well, sure, yeah. Sick of yeah. chicken, 28. Because <laughs> he's 28 years old or because there are 27 yeah, yeah. people sick of chicken before he's just, he was? I don't know. He's, there's the 28. Sick of chicken, 28. <laughs> We should have a bonus for if the handle exists. Oh, I'm sure. I'm guessing That's sick of chicken one. doesn't. But I'm, I'm thinking shrink 182 has to be out there. It's gotta be. Uh, and for sure, it's like some hipster Sick of shrink. chicken. Someone made a hashtag. Sick of chicken spelled that way. Probably some hamburger place. Yeah. Shrink 182. There he is. <laughs> His name is yeah. Tin Elmoni. He has two followers. <laughs> he has oh one, one tweet in 2019. I think cow milking should be illegal. <laughs> Shrink 182. Does eight. <laughs> There's no other one. No, that's it. Oh, man, I got a real crazy day here going on. Uh, Jack's got some friends over. His birthday's coming up on Halloween. And uh, everyone's going off. Rebels going crazy. All right, what well, are you psyched? Are the kids psyched for Halloween? Like they're yeah, they are. They had a school dance this week, junior high. They're yeah. in the same school again, and um, they went as Daisy Duck and Minnie Mouse. Mm. So watching the great thing about nice. a small town is watching these two walk into the junior high dance that Carol and her sister did in the same place that Carol's folks did in the same place. Um, there's roots, right? It's pretty neat. Yeah. No, it's great. And the neighborhood, well, for me here, the neighborhood's getting going. Like the, uh, I haven't seen if that tree's up yet that moves around. Does it get decorated <laughs> but, for Halloween or it doesn't even have to? It does. It has, it, I think it did. I don't, I can't remember if it had lights or not. Maybe is it, is it, is it a Christmas tree that does that? It says Christmas, right? It was a Christmas light. Yeah, it was tree. Christmas so that's, lights. That's not happening yet. But um, the uh, there, there's people are definitely taking it up a notch with the, uh, the you know the, the decorating houses for Halloween. There's a couple, yeah. There's a couple places with like, you know, fifteen or twenty different things standing around on the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> you know those moves. Yeah, so, like yeah. a couple of uh, minions and some ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I like the sure. uh, cross uh, pop culture representation lawns. Um, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the excerpt from Matthew Perry's book that came out in which he does this recurring joke about Keanu Reeves should be dead instead of other people. Did you hear about that? Yeah. What's that all about? I just That's don't not know. very... I don't nice. know why you'd come out of nowhere to dunk on Keanu Reeves, who by all accounts is like the kindest, most humble public transportation riding, generous yeah. gift giving, like Canadian gentle fawn. Yeah. And fellow Canadian too. Like what's the deal? It's like, not even have... like it's a funny joke. So uh, it's a little risque, but I'm going to go for it. 
it's it just seems mean and petty and jealous. And you I, know what? It's like it's it's like Nick Cannon go, uh, doing a what did he do a, a track against Eminem a diss track? Yeah, <laughs> and he didn't even write anything. Yeah, He's exactly. Like, oh, I'm not gonna bother. That's what this is seems like. It's it's like. What are you doing? Don't you realize this is just going to pile on to you? Like, what the hell are you thinking? Well, it's like Backstreet Boys putting out a song with the word tragical in it. Like, how did it get that far that no one was like, I'm sorry, I have to intervene. I think this is a bad idea. Who around him, which editors and managers and friends that read the book and all this stuff, let that happen? Because if his judgment is so poor... You would hope th- that he has people around him th- who would intervene. I think it's one of those things that might be to sell books because people wouldn't you buy the book to see what he means more? Or, you know what I mean? Like I think it's going to backfire. Be, you think it's going to? I think it's like a bad idea, but uh, people might buy your book to see what you say. But I don't see him saying I explain it in the book. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's so, to explain? And it, it's also I know. What? If you're going to make a diss like that, like you, you better be pretty comfy in your place high atop the mountain and the truth is he, he uh created an unforgettable character on friends but hasn't really done anything since. You don't even have to say really. Well, has he at all? <laughs> no. Nothing worthy of note. But he did always seem like the grouchy guy that got off the pills and was always grouchy and chirping and now pissed off all the time. Yeah, he was virtually uh, <laughs> silent on the Friends reunion. Yeah, so so there you go. He's probably just like... I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, I think this guy's a bad actor or something, but to say, why is he still alive? Like, yeah. that's that's where it's like, what's the what's the deal? Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. There was one season of that show. The Whole Nine Yards in the year 2000. Fools Rush In, 1997. Eh. And that's that. Those are kind of the biggest credits. The Kennedys after Camelot, 2017. He yeah, played if he did, Ted if, Kennedy. If, if he didn't have those friends checks coming in, he'd be doing Hallmark movies right now. Which begs the question... Like, why do anything right now? It's not like anyone's well, going to read the book and say, we should cast him in a thing. Yeah. Well, maybe it's like, yeah, I'm the surly guy that was hopped up on pills for 20 years, and now I'm going to chirp about everybody. Not for me, man. Maybe that's, that's what the book should be called. I'm not buying that. I'm sorry, and I'm, sorry I'm an asshole. <laughs> right? At least say that. Just makes me want to read Keanu Reeves's book. Heard a great anecdote of Keanu Reeves uh, going to a movie and he paid for the ticket and the... For everybody? No, just for himself. And the guy said, do you want to keep the ticket? And Keanu was like, oh yeah, sure. Um, And then he went into the movie and he came out and said to the guy, I was a little slow on the draw there. I think you wanted to keep the ticket uh, maybe because it was mine. And the guy was a huge movie buff, and he was like, yeah, I, I just didn't want to say that to you. And so Keanu went out of his way to sign it for him and give him the ticket. Like, that is, speaking of awareness, that's very aware. Well, here's one story like that about uh, 
Matthew Perry? Uh, about Paul McCartney. Oh, I like it. Let's hear it. Uh, this was told to me by a famous agent in America. Uh, he was saying he was doing, he was at this, Paul McCartney had just finished a show and uh, he was like walking to his bus and he's greeting people and, uh, you know, he's uh, shaking everyone's hand. And I guess, uh, I, I guess he forgot to say, shake someone's hand or say hello to somebody. He gets on the bus. And so that person's just kind of waiting, like kind of, oh, and the bus takes off and then stops and then comes back. No. And he gets out and he's like, oh, oh I'm so sorry. I didn't, I forgot to say hello to you. <laughs> yeah. Beep. Beep, so pretty, beep, yeah, pretty, cool, pretty solid move, yeah, for sure. Terribly sorry, love. Yeah, oh, mate, sorry I didn't say hello, hello, hello. <laughs> That's class, man. Yeah, for sure. And you can't fake that stuff. Another good story was uh, a bus driver told me was uh, Bruce Springsteen was on, on just him and his family were in the bus with the driver. And uh, Bruce and his daughter are sitting up at the front, like just hanging out. And uh, the daughter says something like, uh, you know, like something to the point of like, uh, I wanted to buy this or will you get me one of these or something. And he really was like, went out of his way to say, listen, listen, you know, that's not really how the world works. And, you know, you got to be... whatever prepared for certain things or just like went out of his way to say that like uh they're not that kind of people you know what i mean and it was uh, it wasn't like an obvious thing where like the driver's like oh, okay this guy's just trying to you know make it seem like he's real cool straight narrow pops guy but uh it was super genuine and it was like wow this guy's really a nice person wow. and sees the world on a pretty pretty good plane you know which makes sense from what you've heard about him. I like hearing that. Yeah, like doing a month of shows and giving the money to his band at Madison Square Garden or something just to say thanks. Did he? For all the work. Yeah, he did stuff like that. I always remember Nora Jones giving songwriting credits for every member of her band for her second record because she knew it would be big after the first one and wanted to um, cut up the pie. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Like what a that generous... Happen gift yeah you'd never see that okay so to recap buds before we go don't be kanye don't be elon don't be a hammer attacker do be keanu do be paul mccartney do be nora jones it's that easy yeah and bruce springsteen and be what, bruce what, springsteen. what 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 uh do you want to give me another one of them is it my turn for the uh elon math um i'll give you one more okay and then you give me one more yeah. Uh, your one more is um, someone who lives in Nebraska named Jody and goes to university. It's a hard one. Good luck. Okay. Um. It's a hard one. Uh, no. Can I can I give you another one? <laughs> I was like, I'm so thinking hard. like God, 
like got grass or like cows and grass. <laughs> like Omaha, it's like literally all I can think of. I've got a better Farms, one. Farms, cows and grass and like that's it. Um, no, I've got a better one. Uh, uh, like um, Rockstar, Rockstar CEO, who okay. who is the CEO of a tech storage company and guitar enthusiast. Okay, um, that's better. Okay, um, <laughs> Rock and Billy. Jeez. At at Rockin' Billy. Oh. Because <laughs> he's a Billy who rocks Gross. it. Gross. Rockin' Billy. <laughs> That's barf-tastic. <laughs> I kind of feel like we should end there. It's like, it's like you kind of want to, like, fight the guy. I know. <laughs> Rockin' Billy. Like photos of like him in his like massive like living room with like a his wall guitar. of guitars. <laughs> like that actually changed how I feel in my stomach right now. <laughs> He's got like a a wall, the whole back is a fire, like the fire pit is the whole wall. Yeah. So it's just like this big massive flame. Like it could be a Jack Astor. <coughs> He's like jamming in his little his performance space. It's like a fucking, looks like he's on stage at like Maple Leaf Gardens before they do it, you know, like when the, the daytime with all the seats. Yeah. <clears throat> Why is that so gross? No, I, I actually have an arena in the house that I'd like to convert either to sports or music. I know it's a basketball court some of the time. It's, I was thinking like he, I, or I'm going hockey for a few weeks. He has a glass like a big window between him and a board, but he's the only one there. Like why would you ever need that? He only like flies a helicopter to put like because everywhere he goes has he has like a helipad. He's like I gotta go. Rocking Billy. He's going like fucking across town, but he's taking the air helicopter. Get out of here, Rocking Billy! It's literally it's one of those like Blackhawks. Yeah. Like a military. Yeah, got it an option. Not bad, right? It's all, it's all what is the color? It's all it's all pimped out. Yeah, it's matte gray. Yeah. Matte, matte metallic gray. gray. Like a bat it's got big chunky stuff on it, like it's a batmobile or With something. Burberry seats. <laughs> Good chat, bud. <laughs> right. There's also a stripper pole in it. Okay. Alright. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye, bye.